up everyone this is another episode of the spiel with stewie and today is all about the good vibes and positivity and most importantly self-love and body positivity you know we're going to talk about the things that impact our self-image and also about how we can learn to give ourselves a little more appreciation and time in this world today you know this is to encourage you no matter how you look you know you cute let's get it so I know usually when I speak, um, whether it's with my friends or family, I, um, I tend to bring up media exposure, like news, talk shows, reality TV, and social media. And I know there are um, some people who don't really think that these things influence us in a way. We see politicians, news anchors, celebrities, whatever, and it's just normal. But the thing we have, the things we see, just seem to have such a real like psychological effect on us you know we know that we see we know the things we see and you know there's so much information out on the internet and most of the social media really is like posts from celebrities pretty images funny videos you know just pop pop culture in general whether we find it entertaining or not um so that leads me i feel like when we get exposed to so much things like that that's why and one reason why we always say that you know representation matters you know whether you're a kid or an adult you know you see people who look like you and um originally you know if you're not an able-bodied white person you kind of have to go venture out to see yourself and i mean thankfully things are changing you know the same way that social media can be limiting um it can also be positive and uh, show you like, hey, you know, you might feel like you're surrounded by people who are different than you. But if you go out and you look, you're like, hey, there's someone I can relate to. And I think that's a good thing. It's just there's so much negativity and positivity about social media. And I think one of the roles that kind of plays when it comes to like our body, our self-image and like loving the body we're in is just because you see like some popular celebrities like the Kardashians or whatever you or whatever actors and actresses and they might be promoting like these detox teas and these like little I guess I guess it's like a detox lollipop I've been seeing around a few times their drinks and stuff like that and I think it's just so concerning to me I guess because it's like you know at this point in time like Adults aren't the only one who are on social media, teenagers, middle schoolers, little kids. They see maybe what their mom has or they notice mom's drinking a lot of this tea and she's like, oh, it's going to help me lose weight. Then I feel like what kind of that does that say about the people in your household or the people, you know, you're seeing on TV all the time? Because, I, I mean, everyone likes to say that, well, you know, social media doesn't influence me. I don't really care. I'm my own person. And, you know, that's always true to an extent. But at the same time, we see these things and they're gonna have an impact because you know we see what we know we don't know about certain things and we see a version of it then we're like oh, okay then I guess that's somewhat right and another reason I kind of think we str- tend to struggle with our self-image and love is also because of stereotypes you know um it's like a, for me I feel like a stereotype in a sense is kind of like an expectation of what we should be you know whether it's on our religion it's our gender sexuality our race, things like that. You know, a stereotype in a sense is like this common belief or saying about what's right and what's wrong. And you know, some stereotypes are lighthearted and fun, but you know, if there's a negative one that's constantly exposed to us, that's not that might be all we think of others or think of ourselves. For example, um in my previous episodes, the miseducation of black America, I talked about um 
black people in movies you know as best friends or gangsters and you know obviously you know this is someone's reality you know who are we might have a best friend who's the, a different race than us and that's cool but you know not everyone of like african diasporic descent is the back is you know only just a black best friend you know is out here dealing and stuff you know it's just like you know not every single asian american person is a straight a student some stem nerd who can always explain to you how to do your homework you know like if you feel like that's a stereotype about you and you and you know your grades suck your parents are yelling at you then it sucks you know it impacts you because it's like why am i not living to this expectation the same way that you know if you're a first generation american and you struggle with your mother tongue your mother's tongue then that also sucks because you know you might feel like you've assimilated too much into the american society that you're somewhat disrespecting um the community where your mother comes from and things like that you know like and i mean like i said not every single stereotype is bad but i feel like if a stereotype is putting pressure on you to be something that's difficult or you know something that's really not you then that's when it gets rough because it's pretty much when you think about stereotypes and things like that it's really expectations versus expression you know if i'm expected to do this and it's counteracting with the way i feel about myself and how i want to express myself you know whatever characteristics i feel like are defining then that's good you know that's when it gets hurtful you know that's when it gets difficult in the inside so i mean I think one of the things is just like when and when we you know talk about this journey of self-love is like if you are not here not out here you know trying to hurt people being rude and things like that you know live your life if you're from fifth ward and you love listening to k-pop sing it out loud you know if you want to be a stay-at-home dad in the future good for you because honestly life is too short to be bound by these expectations of people who probably aren't really giving you positive vibes or you know helping you improve as a person you can't always please strangers and I think that's one of the important things especially when we talk about these expectations in life I think um when I think another um aspect of you know our self-image and things like that is um body positivity which is a great thing you know I think it's important and wonderful if you're able to look into a mirror and be like I'm happy what I see you know that's kind of a mindset that starts to dismantle you know many issues we have with ourselves and I think I mean it's just crazy when you talk about like body image and positivity and things like that because like our the ideal body quote-unquote in our society is always changing you know like body standards our weight and its correlation to how we um how we see as like a beauty standard is really just a trend you know it's never consistent like in the beginning of the 20th century the 1910s which sounds weird to say you know women who weighed over like around over and above like 170 pounds were on magazines and were on ads you know they had big breasts you know big hips and big legs and that was fine you know and these women were these women were usually portrayed they were typically older and they had children like it was kind of like their post uh, pregnancy bodies and at the time and then um you can read more about this on CNN. They have actually a really great um, article and timeline explaining the different effects of body images in the media and things like that. And then um, moving on, like in the 20s and 40s, you know, America started becoming obsessed with thinner, younger women, you know, which we started, which ended up leading to an increase of eating disorders, you know, with inventions like waist trainers and tight corsets that can on long term effect, you know, really mess up your um, internal organs. 
and you know the same thing with men like men you know the ideal body for them it's like muscles um being really built tall handsome I think that's important to talk about in a sense because you know I think it's important to tell I mean it's important to tell fellas you know they look good the fact that you know if you look different than the things you're seeing it's fine because one of the guys just get ignored when it comes to certain issues as if they don't go through them like guys have eating disorders you know they have self-image issues as well and I think that always leads into how we grow up in a sense like especially when it comes to weight because I feel like our self-image issues possibly just get started when we're in high school and middle school like in middle school you know we start going through puberty and our bodies are changing we're getting taller we gain weight we get hips breasts our bone density increases that type of stuff and like it still bothers me but it also like really bothered me in high school when you know my friends would be like oh my gosh I'm so fat or I have a tummy or I look this way or my body looks weird and it's kind of like we're still growing you know like we are still like going through puberty even though we might not necessarily get taller like our bodies are still changing on the inside you know some of us have this crazy metabolic rate and for others it just slowed down and for me I just want to say like if you don't weigh a certain weight like you're not ugly you're very beautiful and I feel like especially when it comes down to high schoolers it sucks because like on a sense it's always about I've not always but I feel like it's typically about media exposure because you know when we when we watch movies in um in TV shows that are set in high school, they're never played by actors who are in that age group. You have 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds who are playing 16-year-olds. And then we look at that and we're like, why don't I look like that? And, you know, especially with high school, these shows set in high school, it's over like overly sexualized and that can make it worse, you know. We are in high school and then we're like, we're trying to look sexy and delicious and things like that and we're trying to live you know to these expectations without really enjoying this time of our youth and we're doing all of this just to fit the standard that some like pedophilic tv executive is trying to produce on tv you know people are starving themselves to lose weight and then we're sick but then if you're sick and you lose weight nobody cares if you're sick you know be like oh my gosh you look so great you lost so much weight and it's like yeah you know I've been in and out of the hospital for months but you know who cares about that no one cares about that you know you look ideal you look great it's like yes I'm not healthy I'm physically not healthy but because I you think I look great you know no one wants to talk about that you know I think that just says something about our society and how we have such dislike idealization of skinny of a skinnier weight I should say because like I mean it's getting better in a sense because right now over the last few years when we're talking about body positivity you know we're giving love to plus size girls fat girls and you know for years and years like the word fat for some reason has become the synonym for ugly you know people people can say oh well you know i'm fat and the reaction is like no you're not fat you're beautiful and then you're just kind of like i didn't i didn't say i was ugly i said i'm fat but you know and then it's getting so then there's that and now you know we're giving love to our plus size girls but then the other side of it is like you know now people were like, ooh, I like my girl thick, you know, thick with two C's and stuff like that. And you, and it's just kind of ridiculous because it's like men want you to have a big butt. They want you to have double D's and they don't, but they don't want you to have a tummy. 
like how is that supposed to work and you know and it even can get worse if you just like tend to say your uh, weight out loud like someone could say I have really nice legs or whatever and then I'm like oh you low-key thick and this and I'm like oh, okay cool but then if I say something about I weigh over 150 pounds and all of a sudden that's a problem like what do you think my body's made out of like do you want to be do you want this do you think this is air <laughs> like if you give me a hug do you want to feel like you're hugging a balloon like what's up what is that supposed to mean you know like this is adipose tissue it jiggles you know and then another view for when we talk about body positivity is like people like people want girls that are skinny and don't eat and no one cares about that and I feel like that's just so important to talk about when you talk about um girls and other and uh, guys too who who are anorexic who are who have bulimia but like I said earlier you know if you're skinny then you know automatically that's some type of sign of health apparently like I had to tell one of my friends or a couple of them recently like you know now that you eat consistently you look better you know like yes they've gained weight but she eats she's providing her body with energy you know, so it can function. And that's important because I think so often we're always so fixated on a number that we're not really paying attention to, are we enjoying life? Are we actually healthy? Or are we just like, oh, I want to be 125 pounds like I was in middle school. Like, no, you're older than that. It's different. You know, things like that. Like I said, I think, um, crap, this is Instagram of this girl and she was talking about her journey, her weight loss journey and how she was chasing a number and things like that and then she lost all the weight she got to that point and then she kind of realized like I'm still not happy and I feel like that's just like a very true and like possible reality when you're um trying to lose weight and things like that you know like people are always gonna judge honestly you know you might lose all the weight but what if people aren't complimenting you like you want them to you know what if people start making other comments about your appearance like your hair or you know other things like that and like there's always gonna be judgment and I feel like it's important to just be yourself in a sense you know know who you are because that's the main thing you know you if you are going on some type of journey to change your appearance and you're just trying to please other people then that's just going to end up being in this continuous cycle no matter what you're trying to change you change your hair you change your shape you change your weight and things like that and if you don't have an actual reason to be doing that because you're just so fixated on what people are saying about you then that's not going to have good results in the end so moving on um if you don't know what i look like i'm going to explain give myself a little short description i am average height i am somewhat thick i have brown skin and my dreads go down my back. My butt is that big. Um, like just on a daily wear t-shirts. Um, my breasts are somewhat there no matter the size. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. And I just share all this really personal information to say that like in reality I am not this ideal quote unquote beauty standard when it comes to my appearance and personality. I am quiet but when I talk, I talk way too much. I am not submissive to stupidity. I will correct and argue with people. I really will. And, you know, I don't plan on conforming to this, like, quiet lady-like standard. I love dressing like a bum most of the time. You know, I love wearing hoodies and sweaters and sneakers and t-shirts. And growing up, um, honestly, I felt like I didn't really see me on TV, you know, when we talk about that representation and things like that. Like, right now, there's more... Um, 
girls wearing their natural hair, which is great. But like when it comes to women with locks, I'm still not really seeing that or seeing that as often. <clears throat> and I mean, I never really thought, I feel like I never really thought about my appearance growing up or even now so much because I just feel like constantly people objectify of others. Like it is very nice and it's good to give someone a compliment. But I feel like too often, you know, people are just trying to have sex or do other things like that instead of actually just be genuine about like, hey, you look nice. It's like, oh, thank you. You know, not, oh, can I do this, this and this, you know, some type of follow up afterwards just to give someone, you know, a compliment and be nice and, you know, brighten up their day. And it's kind of funny because like a few times I've been like checked out in public and catcalled and every time it happens, I'm like, really? like oh that's a shocker because in a sense I'm not what's in right now I guess I would say (laughs) like I'm not the trending black girl on Twitter and Instagram I'm weird um I love to eat and I spend way too much money on food I feed stray cats I take pictures of the animals that live on my campus um my Spotify is filled with old radio dance hall 90s rap and whatever songs and artists my friends recommend I'm just like weird girl material. I don't twerk because I can't. I barely whine when there's dance hall because I don't like dudes creeping up on me. I'm just different in a sense. And I've just always thought about that, always thought that about myself, you know. And I remember in middle school, obviously, this is the time, you know, going through puberty and my grandma. My grandma, she's like, this is my dad's mom. She's like this weird low-key mix of like traditional pre-independence Jamaican woman but she like tries to be progressive at times so you know when I was in middle school whenever I would see her she would ask me about guys and she'd ask me about makeup and try to make me dresses and she still does this sometimes but like growing up and even now like I was just not here for it you know what I'm saying and I remember oh my gosh I remember I, I locked my hair when I was 13 that's when I started my locks and she just freaked out like she made it seem like this was the worst thing I could ever do to myself and that the world was gonna end like she just went on she's like what if your husband doesn't like it what if he wants you to cut your hair I remember she brought like my great grandma and her sister into the conversation I was like oh my god I'm 13 like ma'am I don't care about boys (laughs) I am 13, I am in school, and I hate getting my hair done, so I have locks. And I mean, at times I always felt bad because my grandma, um, my grandma has five sons, no daughters, and I felt like her, maybe one of her desires was because she didn't have daughters, that all her granddaughters would be like this ultra feminine little girls that she can like, you know, do the things she didn't get to do well her sons because you know she wanted to do things that are girly like make them dresses and teach them how to sew and possibly things like that so you know and for me I'm kind of like this like non-traditional type that like I just I don't like most of the things my grandma's into so you know I guess I like you know I guess I could say I'm a tomboy um I don't have any interest in kids or marriage and I love to work and you know I feel like that's one of the things that, like, me and my grandma, we don't necessarily clash, like, we're not arguing and stuff like that, but it's just funny because she'll just get on me at times, and I'm like, ma'am, you have, like, 25 granddaughters, and for the most part, all of them are girly, like, can you please let me be the black sheep of your granddaughters? And, you know, it's not, 
it's not bad it's not as bad as I'm making it sound but it's just kind of one of those things like I had to go through growing up I just felt different and you know I still do and I think one of the things that kind of helped me as an individual um one time when I, I uh, in middle school I had a uh, I watched Princess and a Frog the movie I had rewatched it um again and then like I think I really understood and got what that movie meant to me like Princess Tiana she's not light-skinned she's not you know disproportionate and she was not about the ro- all the romance and stuff like that you know she wanted a restaurant she worked like two three jobs and you know she initially was even like entertained by Naveen because of his arrogance and that little bit about her was just so me you know I do not fit this current ideal beauty standards of a black girl with straight hair or weave and and stuff or like really loose natural hair. I'm not short, you know, I'm not light skinned and I just stick out and you know, and that's fine, honestly. Um, If you fit those things that I describe, you know, if you love having weave in your hair, if you like twerking at the club and stuff like that, and that's perfectly fine. And I'm on, and I mean that with all honesty, like good for you because you're enjoying your life and you're doing the things you know you might not necessarily be trying to fit in but I think there's just I think there's just so much to life and meeting people more and it's just more than appearances you know and I just wanted to share about myself because you know there are real girl weird girls out there you know and we have to show our love to our weird girls and guys too so you know whatever box you don't fit in in society it's fine you know just in general this is everyone honestly in a sense like we get so caught up in what in what we're looking at and what we see you know and it's like whether we believe it or not we just we get caught up at times like my roommate my roommate um she's from the Bahamas and she just one time she was just like people in this country just love they like the people that they see on social media like are they actually attracted and like these people and know them like as a person or do they just like them because they fit that standard that you see on social media and in a sense I feel like (laughs) I've had like experience where what she just said is honestly true like I've been out with some girls hanging out and dudes will try to mac and stuff like that but I've been like straight up ignored like invisible unseen not even like a hey what's your name just to be respectful that you know there's five girls you're only talking to four and it's like oh crap okay cool and it means stuff like that it can be annoying and it can be you know slightly demeaning you know like even if you're not interested in dating or having sex and stuff like that when you get like brushed over completely it's like well great forget about me then and in a sense there will be some quests for validation of our appearances and behavior you know especially when you're new in environment if you're at a new job or if you're in college and things like that but I think you know you gotta find it's always going to be about at the end of the day it's always going to be about what people more it's more about your it's more than just your appearance honestly you know like you can be cute you can be handsome but you're rude and arrogant and demeaning no one's gonna want to be around you, you know, so, you know, you are gonna, people at the end of, like, you might think they're, they're your friends, but if you're being rude and disrespectful, you're gonna realize one day that people around you that are your so-called friends, for the most part, could really just be using you, then you have to look in the mirror and be like, hey, the things I do and the things I say are not good, and then you have to change for the better.
Moving on. So, um, over the past few years, um, cosmetic surgeries have been growing in popularity, you know, as techniques get refined and things like that. And honestly, I've always kind of been like on the fence when it comes to plastic surgery. And I always think like, I always just think about people's reasonings for doing it. Because at this point, there's like so much you can do and everything's kind of so broad, like, People are, like, getting their lips and their eyebrows tattooed, you know. There are, like, makeup freckles and moles and things like that. And to a certain extent, I feel like some of those things are annoying, I guess, in a sense. Because of the way that, like, cosmetic surgeries and procedures are, like, promoted. Like, um, like black girls and other women of color, you know, we've been dogged on about our certain features, like if we have big lips and stuff like that. But then, you know, one of those Kardashians or whoever, you know, they promote getting lip inject- injections, you know, beautiful women who have curves, but grew up being called ugly and fat. And, but then other women go out and get injections and fake boobs and stuff like that. So in a sense, it, it's really complicated. Um, for me, like I said, you know, I just, I don't, you don't have to explain it to me, but as long as you kind of understand your reasoning for doing it, like for women and guys too, I should really just say like, we shouldn't be pumping up ourselves, all these chemicals and things like that, just to please, just to please the expectations forced upon us. You know, not to say that, you know, if you want to go through some type of like beautifying process one day, you know. That's cool, but I think it's more important of, like I said, your reason. Like, don't just do it to follow the trend. Because, you know, one day, you know, the way you might look is beautiful and everyone loves the way you look on social media and stuff like that. But then the next day or, you know, three years from now, it's going to be like, eh, girls that look like that aren't in. That's not what we want to see. That's not cute and things like that. So, I mean, that's kind of just where it is, like... If you want to change something about yourself, just make sure you love yourself on the inside, you know, not that you're trying to do this to yourself as a way to cover up for what's going on internally, because, and I mean, I think that's just important. For one thing, I will say this, there is one, like, one major issue that I will not support at all, and that is trying to change your skin tone. I hate when I go to the beauty supply store, especially the one that's by my school, and I see shelves and shelves of bleaching soap. I see different brands, different colors. And it just hurts, honestly, because, like, these things are being marketed to people, you know? Like, and they use these words to try to make it sound like what they're doing is right. Like, oh, it's a purifying. It'll clear your skin. It'll do this and this and this. But it's bleaching soap. It is designed to lighten your skin. And... I think that's what it comes in what it where it comes in that balance is so important because between like this body and appearance you're born in versus what you want to change like colorism and your western european standards are still very present in our western culture so i think it's important to dismantle what we see as beautiful just by diminishing these certain beauty standards you know to accept accept most things just naturally you know and I think along with um, cosmetic surgeries and procedures and stuff like that, I don't know the proper term, but you know what I mean, um, body modifications have always had this like up and down um, acceptance trend 
I'm talking about like piercings and tattoos mainly, you know, people always get criticized for having tats and piercings, you know, continuing this old narrative that a certain type of person has those things, you know, it's how it's shown in the workplace and homes. And I mean, people have even brought up like, well, have you want, like, would you be want a, you know, a tatted doctor to operate on you? And I'm like, if they have a doctorate and they can do it, I don't care. <laughs> like, appearance, appearances only show you, of show you something about a person to an extent. Like, I love the idea of having, you know, these quirky images on me or these, um, my piercings with all this different metal and jewelry in my ear. Like, I remember originally my first um, different piercing I got, I'd ask my parents if I could get an industrial, a bar. My mom, I don't remember, I don't remember what she said. I remember she was kind of like on the fence, like, eh, okay, ask your dad. And I just figured he didn't care. And then I asked him, he was kind of cool with it. And, you know, I didn't think it would stand out. It's like, you know, people have these things, whatever, no one's going to stop me. And people did stop me. People would straight up, like, ask me about my bar. I remember at my job at Waffle House, a lot of people were really shocked and concerned. They're like, especially the older people, they're like, is that a bar in your ear? Are you okay? Why would you do that? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I appreciate the concern. I am fine. And now I have even more piercings. But, I mean, piercings are fun. Tattoos are fun. And I feel like piercings and tattoos are one of those things that are different and quirky that you can change something to about yourself but it's kind of like a little confidence booster at the end of the day you know so um overall i feel like the, you know there's just a lot to learn about self-love you know i'm i'm very aware that as i talk about this this isn't as easy as it sounds because you know most not most but we all have like deeper image problems than just what we see on the media you know, it can be family, it can be our friends, our peers, you know, past trauma, things like that. But I think the most important part to say about these things is it's important to take it slow. Because, like I said, I didn't really fit this ideal image of a black girl, whether I had, if I had dreads or not. You know, I didn't, I didn't feel like, how do I say this? I didn't necessarily feel pretty, if that makes sense. Like, I wasn't ugly or anything. I wasn't just like, ooh, dang, girl, you know, stuff like that. Like, if I was on the pH scale, I'd be perfectly neutral. Like, that was me. I hope you understand that reference. <laughs> but, like, I had to tell myself at a certain point, like, hey, it's okay to be different. Like, you know, you're not going to go, I knew for myself, like, you're not going to go out and, like, try to change yourself and be doing all this crazy stuff, getting surgeries and that, to, like, quote unquote fix yourself one because I'm broke and I'm in college I'm not trying to I'm not paying like thousand of dollars for cosmetic surgeries but like I said I had to tell myself it was okay to be different you know to be like for me it's okay to be different it's okay to be into like anime and watching hours of nature's documentaries and you know watching food shows you know that I love going out to eat more than going to a club and I could spend hours at a coffee shop just to talk and share a laugh with people you know, like, it's honestly the little things. And I had to tell myself, you know, hey, you look good today in those sweats and hoodies. And I just started like that. Like, I gave myself little compliments. I tell myself, oh, well, you know, 
her eyes are really nice, you know, they look so brown, but you know, even if, you know, you have to be really close to see the brown or, you know, you, they, how they glow in the sun and, you know, and then I would, and then I, even now, like I get really excited as every time I get my locks done or I do them that, you know, oh, my hair is getting longer or when I would see my favorite hairdresser, he would style my hair because, you know, he would say, we got to show people what sisters with locks got going on and stuff like that. I like my piercings because it causes people to have some type of genuine curiosity about them. And it's fun just to have people ask me questions. And it's like, oh, do you know about reggae in Jamaica? And then from then, it might be a 30-minute spiel. And I'm like, I am so sorry. <laughs> and then also, like... I mean, like I said, it's just the quirky things. Like, at my parents' house, most of the vinyls that were actually bought, I... <laughs> I would spend like a good hour looking on the internet to find the lowest price and things like that. And you know, I mean at times I do really get down on myself for standing out and just feeling disconnected, especially with people my age, but like I said, I just gave you a list of just little things that I like about myself. So I feel like if you want to start that journey of just some type of self-love and acceptance, the best way to do it is to give yourself little compliments tell yourself you look good today you know if you wear the same pair of shoes every single day and you look down on them and be like hey these are some really nice shoes and i'm happy i wore them today self-love is a journey and it, it, it involves more than we expect but you know this is our life the only one we have this is our body this is the personality we have and i just want to say that you are beautiful and you are valid and I hope you enjoy with living life being you. Thank you for listening today. This was The Spiel with Suey and Suey out.